Hey friends, I hope everyone has had a great week. I'm really excited to be here with you again today. I'm really kind of stoked about this episode because this is something I'm going to be doing with you and I want to keep checking in on it. It's going to be about rewriting our midlife script. So if you've had a pretty good life up until now, and hopefully most of us have, it's hard to imagine that we're just gonna start today and say, I wanna have a brand new outlook for the rest of my life. Um, But I wanna take this little journey with you into rewriting our midlife script together. Now, this isn't to say that everything's, you know, terrible and we have to flip it. It's just there are bits and pieces that we've gotten into a habit of doing that if we don't rewrite our script today, we're not going to have as much fun as we should be having. So that's what I want to talk about today. Welcome to Badass Midlife, a podcast for women in midlife where we talk about past hangups, regrets, guilt, and how the ups and downs have made us into the resilient women we are today. We talk about what to let go of, how to move on, and how to do your midlife like a badass. Enjoy the show. So friends, don't forget the Badass Midlife podcast has a Facebook group. I'm really excited about it. It's pretty new. But it's where we're going to go to connect with each other on a little bit of a deeper level. You're going to see upcoming guests, challenges, and things like that. And then I'm going to post some things, and I'd love to get your comments, questions, or any uh, things that you'd like us to talk more about on the show. So um, go to Facebook, Badass Midlife, and I hope to see you there. Okay, so let's get this going. I want to try and do a little reimagining here with you because this midlife journey is for all of us friends. I'm still, you know, doing my own work, not ashamed in the least. I always talk about how I'm sure that there are times this podcast is like, what in the world is she talking about? Or what's wrong with that sound? But you know what? I don't really care because I feel like talking about the things that we go through in midlife is just too important to me to let something like that stop me. So, um, you know, it's a work in progress. It's going to get better all the time. And I know that it will. And I just am looking forward to the journey. But it is a journey and we're kind of on this together. So anyway, so we look at midlife and I want to try and focus on looking at each day week month with an intention to really live it big just think I want to live big I want to jam pack as much life fun positive energy and happiness into each day just maxing each day out in a way that it feels like you're just squeezing every last bit of juice out of each day so this idea that we don't have a lot of fun actually um, came from just Jesse Itzler. I was listening to um, this former rapper and coach, and and he's a husband and a dad of four little kids. He's just a a really cool guy. Um, But it made me start thinking about fun and living our lives with just a high expectation of each day. 
So for us at this stage, it takes a little bit of planning. It's not like when you're a little kid and you just get up and you're thinking, what do I want to do today? What's going to be fun? What do I want to do right this minute to just shake my sillies out? Like you just can do whatever you want in a way that just makes you happy. Um, I mean, of course, you're going to have to listen and stay within some rules, I'm sure. But the point is, we do think about having fun. We want fun to be a part of our day. And then as we're raising, raising kids, we understand that, you know, fun needs to be a part of their day. So here we are going through all of these decades of doing things like that, you know, doing our work, our career, um, working on our relationship with our partner, raising kids, making sure that everybody's just doing and having and getting what they need. And so there's just not a lot of real thought to how much fun are we having, right? Because there's a lot of joy in those things. It's not like you're sitting there suffering, you know, droning through that part of your life. There's, there's a lot of joy in that for sure. But if we're not careful, we get into midlife, the kids are grown and maybe our lives are changing. Maybe we just work part time now. Maybe we are retiring, whatever it is. And we're just in those same habits where instead of actually pouring life into each day in those more available segments of time we're just letting the day pass and it's kind of average it's kind of just mundane we don't really force the fun and we don't plan for it. We just react. If someone asks, we're just like, oh, okay, so there's a thing I can do. Well, at this age, it takes a lot of planning. Super easy to just let life happen unless we do that. We have to let that life enriching stuff in. We are the ones that have to put it there every single day. So this Jesse Itzler I was talking about I love this one thing he says, which is he never wants to be too tired for anything that he wants to do or for the people that he loves. And if he finds himself saying that he's too tired, he realizes that he's doing his life model wrong and he resets. Now, this is huge. This is huge for me because I, I'm like a... a you know, a flame that burns out really hot early. I get up early, I'm jamming, I do, you know, I just get on my schedule, right? I do my little um, meditation or my prayer, look at my Noom app and like learn my, you know, healthy habit thing for the day. Um, I'm just getting, you know, going for my walk or going to my workout. I'm just in, right? I'm just like, boom, I'm going in. And pretty much I think to myself, and that's it. And then I go to my obligation, right? My work, whatever your obligations are, whether you have full-time job, part-time job, your community, whatever other, you know, obligations that we have, that's pretty much it. Like we have this, maybe, if we're lucky, this little ritual in the morning and then burn hot through the day. And then usually I feel like most people are like, end of the day, you just want to get home. You're tired. And if you know, you really burn hot like I do, you're almost too tired. Sometimes you're too tired to make dinner. Sometimes you're too tired to have a conversation on the phone with somebody. Um, just things around the house, like you just find yourself too tired. And so to me, 
when I thought about what he said, I'm like, that's really, really powerful. So how often do we let those things that we do every single day wear us out? To, you know, to the point where if someone asks, you just might say no. They ask to do something, you might say no. Because we're literally trying to gauge how much energy is this going to deplete from me for work tomorrow or just because I'm tired now and I just rather rest up because the day took too much out of me you know so I don't know if you do this but I feel like I do this a lot so today I wanted to go over a few little starter thoughts or tips or whatever you want to call them so that we can kind of intentionally try to have fun so this is the tip of the iceberg there's a lot more that I have on this that I want to work through with you together and I'll be telling you more about that in another episode but let's start with this one question so how many super fun things do you do in a year that you really look forward to like really want to do plan for you get excited about and this might be like a an annual vacation that you do um so I'm not talking about like holidays because those are kind of fun hopefully (laughs) and they're stressful but they're fun but like how many things do you really say in a year that you're like I'm so stoked about this like I can't wait to do this or this is my annual thing that we do with my family so I think about this and I'm like, I want to say anywhere between one and three. I think that's pathetic. And even hearing myself say it, I'm like, damn, girl, this is pretty sad. But let's face it, we have things we have to do. And so if we want to do the big fun thing, we have to plan it. It usually costs a little bit of money. And so you're trying to, you know, spend all the rest of the days getting to that really fun thing that you're going to do for that year or two things and it's just not going to work it's not acceptable so every day working and doing things for our family which those are all good things but if we look at our day like a beautiful dinner plate so imagine beautiful dinner plate and it's full of a lot of things right it's heaping over it's it's got all of the things that we have to do every day because you know we're we're obligated things that we have to do and then the fun thing is just like a little blueberry in the midst of all this other stuff because you know you're just it's just a little thought in your head and and you're working toward that really big fun thing And now let's imagine that you have 12 plates in front of you over the course of the year and they're all kind of heaping over with your responsibilities and the things that you're really doing because you have to or you're doing them for other people. None of this is bad. I just want to, I'm just going to caution you. I'm not saying that doing things for other people or working is bad or not noble at all. What I'm saying is those things get put on our plate first. So that's what we have on there. We have 12 of them in front of us. They're kind of heaping over. And so in this sea of heaping things, there's 12 blueberries there. And that's just not us living big. So I want to commit with you to make a little change and rewrite our midlife script for going forward 
okay? Remember, we're doing this together. So here's where we're going to start. Stay with the plate analogy here and just ask yourself these questions, okay? Empty plate. What am I doing today to take care of my body so that it can feel good and get strong and be healthy through the rest of my life? What is the thing that I am choosing to commit to do that I enjoy that's going to be really, really good for my body? And put that on your plate, right? So that could be whatever, the gym, if you're a walker, um, yoga, anything that you do to move around and stay healthy. Um, you know, even for me looking at the app and learning about trying to relearn, rewire my brain with some healthy habits about uh, food and understanding food, just make it a must do. Must do it. Make sure that it's fun, something you enjoy. You know, if you don't enjoy the way you do the gym, figure out a way to move your body and go to the gym so that you do enjoy it. Because that's the whole point of this. We don't need another obligation. We need something that we love that is good for our entire selves. So whatever it is that's going to take you to that end of feeling good, being healthy, being strong, put that on your plate. The next thing, what am I going to do to make sure that I'm calm and centered so that I'm not bringing the stress of yesterday and the anxiety of what happened yesterday into my day so this might have to happen in the morning and it might have to happen at night so these this might be one or two things that you put on your plate because they have to happen so is it prayer is it meditating is it a sauna you know whatever it is that helps you release the stress the tension whatever that's going to help you either start the day fresh and reset from a beautiful calm place or end it in a way that you release all of that anxiety so two beautiful self-love actions to add to your plate all right so we have the health feel good get strong be healthy item on your plate and then you have two more things a morning and an evening practice that's going to get you relaxed and centered and you have to commit to this this can't be like yeah I think I might do that you're putting these things on your plate you're intentionally doing it and you're going to choose things that you really really like so don't do a thing to reset and relax just because someone else is doing it if you hear a lot about meditating and you think, yeah, I want to do that, but then you just can't get there through meditating, then maybe something else is for you. Maybe you need to listen to a devotional. Maybe you just need to um, do a gratitude um, devotional. You know, something where it's not necessarily going to take you into this process of meditating, but it's just going to take you into a peaceful reset mindset of being grateful. So whatever that is, morning and evening, so that you can start and end the day in a way that's going to get you some good rest, but also set you up for a productive day. Third thing is, what can you do today within the obligations that you have to make those things more enjoyable? A lot of times if we're at work, it's just like, Ugh, you know, work, 
And even if you love your job, it's still like from this time to this time and you're doing work and it's so mundane and there's really nothing in there that you can spice it up with. I mean, there is, but we just don't. You know, can you intentionally in your workday or in your day of running errands or doing things for other people, can you just take a break? Can you go get like the most awesome coffee either with a coworker or by yourself? Can you bring to work something with you that is a real um, a treat that you really love and just go sit outside and enjoy it without anything, without the phone, just taking in some real positive, enjoyable energy? Maybe you're just going to call a friend or family member and break up the day while you're sitting outside. But just doing something that you're feeding your mind and spirit some real connection, whether it's with nature, whether it's with a person, whether you're just respecting yourself and saying, I'm taking a break and I'm not going to have this junk ass coffee that's here. I'm going to go get coffee that's the best coffee I can get right now because I'm going to honor this 10, 20, 30 minute break and I'm going to add some life into my otherwise kind of mundane day. Maybe it's just some connection. Maybe it's the coffee, whatever it is. Make a commitment to put that in your day. So between errands, between, you know, if you're taking care of a family member or, you know, you're just running errands or you're at work, make a commitment to stop and do something that feels delicious, whether it's literally delicious or just something that is going to pour some life into you and some happiness and some joy and then go back to it. And that's okay. No harm, no foul. The work's going to be there. The errands are going to be there. Nothing is going to explode or, you know, go off the grid because you took 30 minutes to really honor and put some life and connection and deliciousness in your day. So put that daily connection into onto your plate too. Okay, so we're getting some things on our plate that are not our work. They are other things that we're definitely going to commit to doing. And then I also, I just don't want to forget about creativity. I'm such a right brainer. And so for me, it's like if I didn't have a creative outlet, I would probably die on the vine. So I think it's so important to have some kind of a creative outlet, whether you like to, you know, do graphic design, whether you like to paint, draw, write, journal, whatever it is, do that. Again, if you can do it without electronics, great. I think that that's what you should do because that doesn't really allow us the freedom to let our mind go where it wants to go. Whatever you're looking at on the screen is actually taking you in a certain direction. It actually puts boundaries on your thoughts. But when you can release and be out in nature or just be in a quiet place where nothing is stimulating you at all, you're just allowing in some some openness and creativity, listening to some music, just let it open your mind. Don't watch TV, don't get any depressing news, don't scroll. What are you doing today that you are going to commit to feeding creativity? Maybe you're going to cook something new for dinner. 
instead of saying uh, at work, like, oh, here I go home. I don't know even what I want to do for dinner. I don't even know if I want to cook dinner. Think to yourself that you're, I'm going to have a creative outlet and I'm going to put it at 6 p.m. in the day or I'm going to put it at 8 a.m. or 7 a.m., whatever it is. Commit to having some time for creativity because it's life-giving. You will get huge rewards from it. Do you like to garden or have a little do-it-yourself project that you have in your garage or that you can start in your garage and just, you know, go hit it up a little bit every day. Repaint a table, you know, refinish something. Do you sew? Do you knit? I mean, I don't know. People do a lot of cool things. And a lot of times those cool things just fall off. We push them to the back because we're like, this isn't necessary this isn't something that I need or that anyone else actually needs. Well, guess what? You do need it. Life is short, my friend. Life is short. And if all you're going to do the whole day is do your obligations, you're going to look back and you're going to have some regrets. Because the other thing is if we each have, like I'm, you know, middle 50s, right? So whoever's listening that's in your 50s or 60s or whatever, like how much how much longer do you think you have that you're going to feel well enough to go and do things that you're going to have the means or the energy or whatever to do those things we can't put things off because no one really among us knows what tomorrow is going to bring how we're going to feel we only actually have today so if you're going to try to put these things on your plate you're guaranteed that in Today, you're going to have all these things that are going to be little bits of gold, little life-giving things that you're doing just for yourself. Nothing's going to get pushed back to the back burner because we don't know how close the back burner is. It might just be right there. You know, in our minds, we think, oh, we have so much time. But just to go back to the plate analogy, you know, 12 plates in front of me that's a year and I only see 12 little blueberries in the midst of all of that stuff well then that wasn't a whole year that was only 12 fun things or 12 things that kind of gave me life but if we don't reset that and rebuild that model that's how that's going to be this year and the year after that and the year after that and that's sad we weren't put on this earth to just take care of these obligations that we have we're put on this earth to live the best life that we can with the gifts that we're given. We are blessed. We have so much. But the fact that we wear ourselves down to the point that we don't have enough left for ourselves or for the people that we love because we're taking care of other kind of bullshit things. And I say kind of bullshit things because honestly, you know, it's not really the important stuff. If you had to fill a basket with the things that were important in your life that if anything happened, you'd be devastated, it's not that work. It's not your work. It's not your you know community obligations. It's not the things that you have told people that you would do. It's your, it's your life. It's your family. It's your health. It's all the things that we're talking about here that we're going to say, okay, I'm going to take care of this a little bit every single day. So commit to the creativity. 
And then the last thing is family and relationships. Like, how are you going to be with your family today so that you can be 100% available the way you want to be for yourself and for them, just actually present and not tired? So I'm going to challenge you and say that if you do these other things, that when that family time comes at whatever part of the day is, whether it's just you and your partner, whether it's you and your kids, whether whoever, right? How are you going to be after you have made this effort to put these other things sprinkled throughout your day? And now here is the time that you're going to have your family time. I bet you're not going to be as tired, as worn out, as feeling like, oh, there there goes another day. So let me just throw something together for dinner and clean up and I'm exhausted and shower and get in the couch and scroll on social media. This isn't a life, people. I'm sitting here telling you and I'm I'm telling myself too, so don't I'm not preaching here. I'm saying this isn't what we should be doing. We really have to prioritize. Like I said, it's not like when we were young. We could just be like, what do I want to do? You have to say, here's what I'm doing to take care of myself, my spirit, my soul in all of these ways so that I make sure that my life is balanced and that I'm like cranking it up every day. Like I'm living it to the maximum pleasure and satisfaction and fun and excitement that I can. So we have limitations during our workday if we work outside the home. I get that. But I'm challenging you to break that day, part of the day up even and make sure that the bookends of that part of your day are also life-giving. It doesn't just have to start to go downhill at the end of you know, that part of your day or just like winding down. We don't need to be winding down. Our lives are winding down. So let's take each day and just be like, okay, what are we going to do now? Right? I want to be that person so bad. I want to be that person that has energy at the end of the day to connect and to not be too tired and make sure that if I get home at six o'clock, my goodness, there's five, five hours, let's say, of life that what am I going to choose to put there? It's mine. I don't have work. I don't have obligations. I, I have my family time or my home. What am I going to choose to put there so that I can end my day feeling like, damn, I really crushed it today. I filled the whole day and I did all this stuff and I did this and this and this that I love. So now you look at your plate and you have these things that mean a lot to you for your mental health, for your physical health, for your interactions with people so that your mind stays sharp you have your creativity so you have all these things on your plate how does it look now you can add in your work day and your obligations because we all have those and you add that in however it fits because that you got to do and no matter what We already know that we're going to find a way to make that fit because we have to. That's why if we do this in the reverse and we put that on our plate first, we'll allow it to take up the whole plate. And then the other stuff just kind of falls off the edge. Because we know we have to do that. And we're just 
driven by the things that we have to do, but no more. We're going to start with putting things on our plate in our day, each and every day, that feed all these parts of our lives because we need it and we deserve it and we should be living every day on 100. And then you got to put your workday in there however however it tightens the rest of it. You're putting it in there because you have to and you'll find a way. I mean, we're not stupid. We know how to plan things around other things. But what I'm saying is plan the other stuff first because you matter. You matter how you feel, how you show up for yourself, for your family, how your body is, how your health is, and how it's going to take you into midlife. That matters more. So start with that stuff. We just prioritize our obligations and our work to our own detriment. And then another day goes by, then another week, then a year. And in that year, maybe you did a ton of work and had a lot of responsibilities and obligations and you did those 12 fun things just for you. What well, just doesn't seem like a life. It doesn't seem like a good use of the years that we have. I want these upcoming years to be the best years in terms of fun and exploration and curiosity. We tell ourselves we can't do things because we just get in this pattern of doing them this way. Work doesn't have to be just work. Work can be a place that you go where twice in your workday you take a break, one to go in nature and you know step outside and one to interact or get a coffee and sit and talk to somebody. You need that. Step away from whatever your work is. Step away from the screen. Step away from the tasks. And just pepper those things into your day. Because that is a little bit of a tiny little reset. It's a tiny little reset. Instead of it pushing you down and pushing you down as the day goes by, you get to say, wait a minute. Hold on. I need a minute. And you just go take it. And you connect. Whether it's creatively, spiritually, artistically, you just find a way to do it. And so to me, the only way that I know we can do better, like we all want to, is to just not put other people's stuff in front of what we already know that we need to do for our own well-being. So these are habits. This is a new way of thinking. Again, rewriting that script. So the new habit of the rest of our lives is living it big, living it at 100 with small manageable change. So just choose one of the things and, and commit for a week and just say, this is what I'm going to add to my plate right now to make sure that it's it's on there it's on there and it's 30 minutes in the morning of whatever the hell you want it to be whether it's your creative practice whether it's your health practice whatever it is you're going to do that you're going to commit to 30 minutes you're going to put it on your plate you're going to make it a habit and 
it's just about time. You know, it's about choosing yourself and saying, I'm worth getting up a few minutes early so that my plate is more balanced, more colorful, and there's more me on there. So I think it's hugely valuable to take little steps one at a time and do this for a good reset. For me, I like to just take things in big chunks. I'm like, give it all to me. Tell me what the end result needs to be. And I'm going to figure out the best way to get there. So I don't want to tell you how to do this. This is again, this is the tip of the iceberg because there's a lot more work to do on this. I have tons of little exercises for each of these things. Plus there's more things, more little tricky ways to turn up your life, turn it up, live on a hundred every single day. It's worth it, friend. It's worth it. So I'm not going to tell you the way to, you know, make it work for you. But if I could only just get you to look at the visual of the plate, and I just want you to look at this beautiful empty plate in front of you and scoot all your work and obligation off and think to yourself, what are the things I have to put on here? that are going to help me say at the end of this day, I did everything that I wanted to do to feel great, to connect, to um, have something delicious, to honor everything that I do in a bigger way. You know, I always talk to about like, you know, even if you're going to take that simple task of just eating a sandwich, do you just like slap a sandwich together and like eat it put it on a paper towel and sometimes just eat it standing up or walking out the door what the hell you know you're giving your body energy you're giving it delicious food it's energy and even a sandwich is delicious a bowl of cereal is delicious the point is are you honoring it are you putting it on a plate are you putting it in a beautiful bowl are you sitting at the table and just relaxing Little things like that give even those things that we know we have to do, like eat. It gives those things an up-leveling. And so that's the challenge is what can you do to up-level? Don't have the shitty coffee. Go down the street and get the best coffee you can buy. You know, make the best sandwich you can. Put it on a plate. Don't walk around and eat. You're, You're giving your body energy, life, light with that food. So like let it let it go in there with honor and respect. I know this kind of sounds a little woo-woo, but I'm serious. Like, I, I feel like I'm getting to this place where it's like, hey, man, like every day matters. And if I don't intentionally make it good, no one's going to make it good for me. You got to make it good, right? I say that to myself. You got to make it good. If you're in a fussy mood, that's you. That's you. And you can keep being fussy and and just have this kind of day. But like, really? Is that what you want to do? So I I don't. So let's make these little changes. Let's figure out. Let's look at that plate in the morning. And let's just try to be really mindful of how can I max this day out so that I have no regrets. So that the rest of, you know, my working years or whatever the rest of my midlife you know I'm just gonna go from this point on 
committing to every day having something in it that gave me joy, that fed my creativity, that connected me. Just commit to that. And then I think we'll have a really successful brand new midlife script. So I hope that you enjoyed this today, friends. That's all I have. Have a great rest of your day and I'll see you next time.